you're just funny. It's you know the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how. Come here, come here, though. Yeah, he's crazy, Jake. Who are you? Oh, hey there. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode. Uh, today, not surprisingly, is a fun one. Uh, I actually have on a friend and uh, New Yorker, uh, Eric Lentini. Uh, Eric's great. I used to work with him uh, back in the day in my uh, my old job. Uh, neither of us work for the company anymore, so uh, but we've you know been in touch. Really, really cool dude. I've had him on before, uh, but I wanted to get his take because he actually had the Rona. And he was fully vaxxed, one dose. There was the J&J, I believe. And, you know, we got the Rona. He, you know, described his symptoms. And I was just kind of curious about that. And I think I'm going to do a few episodes of this of, you know, different folks that, you know, got the got the virus and how they reacted and, and all that. Because I think it's important to distinguish, you know, that this is a real thing. Um, and it does, you know, affect people differently. And whether you're vaxxed or not, I think it's important to kind of uh, hear everyone's story. So... I wanted to have them on because of that. And then, of course, up in New York, it's a different world than it is in Florida. So we talked a little bit about the um, uh, distinguishing uh, traits of each state. That was fun. And we talked about social media. We talked, uh, of course, about uh, the pandemic a little bit. But it was a good conversation. I think you're going to uh, get a kick out of this. But uh, before we get into today's episode, I do want to thank uh, our sponsors over at Perfect Keto. If you haven't heard me talk about them before, you don't necessarily have to be on a keto diet. A lot of their stuff obviously is keto friendly and um, some of the stuff is even gluten free and vegan. They also have, you know, snacks and uh, bars and, you know, great supplements. So if you're ever looking to supplement any of your products, uh, whether you're trying to be healthy or if you're trying to fight off any type of virus, because most viruses, um, including the common cold or the flu, uh, a lot of your symptoms could be avoided if you preempt the strike, so to speak, of that virus, and uh, a great way to do that is supplementation. Well, Perfect Keto has tons of great ways uh, to supplement those vitamins that you need. They even have um, super greens, which is pretty great. It has uh, up to 26 fruits and veggies that you could just take in a scoop, throw it in some water, uh, throw it in a smoothie like I do. You could do that. Something that I'm actually really enjoying is their uh, new electrolytes. So I'm actually drinking that right now. Mm. It is goddamn ridiculous. Um, I'm having the pink lemonade now. Gives you all the electrolytes you need to get you through the day. Keeps you hydrated. And I personally, I take it every day, but it's really great. Like instead of Pedialyte, you know, Pedialyte's full of crap and sugar that you don't really need. This is all good stuff. Um, and it gives you way more electrolytes and it's a lot more healthier for you. But you can also toss in a smoothie. I just toss in some water, throw some fresh lemons and cucumber in it. Ooh, it is delicious. They have tons of great flavors of that. But uh, check out Perfect Keto. They got tons of cool stuff, um, including our friends over at Superfat. They have Superfat available there as well. Um, but you can check out everything they have on their site at perfectketo.com. Use the code THEBARARDO. You are going to get 20% off your entire order. So you can literally get anything you want. But without further ado, um, uh, enough business. Let's get into the pleasure. Uh, everyone, please help me welcome Eric Lentini. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Just still in, uh, still in a lot of pain and shit, but. I'm sure. Yeah. But we're getting there. Being able to breathe now and stuff? Yeah, a little bit better. I mean, we took the, uh, we took the dog to uh, the park today. 
and uh, I, I couldn't run around for more than like five minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. How's the weather there? Uh, it's beautiful, man. It's like 68 degrees. Um, it's humid, so it feels like 75, you know, but I'm fucking saying 75 and it's cold as balls up there probably, right? It's like, yeah, it's about seven. <laughs> Jesus, that's insane. Well, at least it's not, uh, you know, completely negative. Like, I got a buddy up in Toronto, and it's like negative 35. I'm like, wait, so it's not even freezing? It's negative freezing? Yeah, it's been brutal here. It's been it's been cold. That's a record low this time of year, though, isn't it, or no? For us? Yeah. Seven or 35? What? Negative <laughs> Negative thirty five is is extremely. I, we, yeah, we've had some we've had some good negative days. Like the month of December, month of December and half of January, it was bad. It was. I mean, we were getting yeah. some negative ends. You know, with wind chill, it was. You know, even colder. It was. Yeah. It was pretty. Bad. But seven, like almost in March. I mean, that's cold. Yeah, we've. This has been nuts. We we we've only had two snowstorms the entire year. It hasn't really been a lot of snow, but just a lot of cold. A lot of um, like. A lot of frost this year in the ground, but then you'll it'll be super icy. And then, like last week, we had a fifty degree day. This last Wednesday, like it was fifty, Stupid. and then the next day, like a high of eight. You know, no it's sense. All over the place. This coming week, it's gonna be it's super cold today. It's gonna be cold tomorrow, and then like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all in the high forties. And then Thursday, we're getting five to eight inches of snow. So like, just no, <laughs> yeah, get yeah. me out of here. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, you need to come to Florida, man. That's it. It's in it's in the works for retirement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. weren't you telling me uh, last time we talked? Didn't you say you were looking at a house or something? Or yeah, I mean, I fell through. Well, because my whole family's there. You know, that's right. My dad, my parents, my great grandmother—they're all there, and and they made us, you know, a pretty good offer. Um, it was like a random, random Thursday. My dad calls me and my grandpa, and they're like, "Hey, you know, we really miss you. We want you guys to come to Florida." And they're in Sarasota, and um. Yes. And I was like, okay, well, well, what kind of offer? And he's like, listen, you, you know, sell your house. We have a lot of equity in our house. We're like, sell your house, keep all the money, uh, you know, get rid of all the unnecessary things you don't want to bring down here. Um, he's like, I'll pay for all the moving. So I'll hire movers, uh, trucks and everything. You just worry about getting down here. And then they own like, I don't know, five or six rental properties now, plus their house. He's nice. like, stay, yeah, he's like, stay in one of my rentals for free until you kind of get on your feet, find a job, you know, whatever, find a house. And then uh, when you find a house that you like, my dad's and my grandpa combined, they said, we'll give you 50 grand to put down on any house you want. <laughs> and, no brainer. Yeah. I mean, that's what I thought. But, you know, the, the, but the, the marriage both ways, you know? <laughs> yeah, so. that's right. And, you know, she probably loves the, what part of New York are you in again? We're upstate. Yeah. Upstate. I mean, we're, yeah, I'm basically Albany. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. And, we're from, you know, we're from, she grew up here. Our family's here, our friends here. And it would be tough to to have Grace, you know, have to walk away from all that. So yeah, for sure. Now you got to throw that disclaimer in there because she might listen to this for sure. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, I need to recover from that. Yeah, good call. Um, no, nah, dude, no, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad at least you're staying slightly warm. Uh, I won't. I won't rub it in the weekend that we're gonna have here. Cause that the high is going to be like 78 and the low is going to be like 62. So would, it's like a, I would kill for 60 degree weather. Oh, dude, it's perfect. It's so weird. Like when you think about temperature, because it, you know, we made up all these numbers, right? Like, we, you know, we didn't know 
eventually someone was like, hey, we should figure out a metric system for Fahrenheit temperatures. And then eventually, you know, people were probably like, okay, this is too cold. So we're going to have to like, we got to go negative. Right. Like when you really think about it, like how did, how did that person come up with like, well, no, this is way too cold. This is like, we're at one degree. Like, should we go negative? Negative two? But Does it feel like at negative two? That point, there was smarter people that realized, okay, if we move farther south, <laughs> it's warmer here. Yeah. Like, let's just keep going until it's completely warm. And then, you know, it happened. It's, yeah, we, you get through it. I got, I got 17 more years. So <laughs> Jesus, exciting. How's work going? How's work going though, by the way? Well, it's been, it's been busy. Like, I mean, so this time of year is busy season for us because you know, everything happens. The, the ground freezes and frost, things move and shift and, uh, you know, frozen pipes and stuff. So we, it's been a rough, actually a really rough year, um, for us as a department. Um, we've had like five or six big water main breaks. Uh, a lot of that is mm. not only due to the cold, but old infrastructure, um, you know, but yeah, we actually had probably our worst water main break that we ever had as a department was this. We just had this year. Uh, we worked, man, I think I, I got called into work on a Monday night at like 11, 11 or 12. Um, and I didn't go home until Thursday afternoon. Whoa, bro. Yeah. Straight, and, straight through. And for people that don't know, what do you do for your job? So, yeah, so I'm a, a water maintenance mechanic. So I work, um, for the you know the water department basically in our area um and you know so we're in control of basically the easiest way to put it is my job is to make sure we deliver a potable you know palatable water to to the citizens you know so yeah. um this the department and, that and I, new york by the way has the best water for sure so oh we yeah, yeah. we have water i mean our our filtration plant that where we make our water is one of the the, the top in the state and um so my job, uh, so we have, we're kind of divided by like, you have the plant, right? They make the water. Um, you have like a building and grounds team. They kind of take care of everything uh, when it comes to plowing and uh, all the mowing. And, you know, we own tons of properties, all the mowing and stuff. And um, But I'm in what's called T&D. So I, I'm, I'm actually like, I take care of stuff in the city. If something goes wrong, if something breaks, you know, if uh, people have a, a service leak or if, if a main breaks or. Oh, um, you got to go to the city. Or, Hmm. Yeah. So what's been a lot of um, what's been a lot of our, our uh, busyness in the in the winter is that we also we have 830 something fire hydrants that we have to maintain as well. So when we get all this snow, we're responsible for going out and shoveling those hydrants to make sure that, you know, you have a three foot radius all the way around so that if God forbid there's a fire, the firemen can get to it, take it off, get on it and, you know, so we, we, we control that. And then in the summertime, um, we're mainly busy doing, uh, a, a, we have a lead line service grant. So it's become really big over the years to get all lead out of the ground. You know, they kind of deemed it unsafe and uh, everything is switched over either copper or like plastic. So what we've been doing these summers is any, any people that put in the request that they want to have it done, we have to dig down on the ground, replace their lead with like, a, you know, something newer like copper. So oh, it's wicked. been busy been nuts but that's crazy well yeah. thanks for thanks for all you do even though it doesn't affect me but uh it's, it sounds like a tough I, tough gig was, so I was thinking earlier my, we were talking about and i was like i'd love to do my job now in florida because like i don't even think that the water i don't think it's buried in the ground no. and if Most, it is it's maybe like a foot like it doesn't need to be deep where our, well, our it, and it can't go deep either yeah so we're five you know we're five six feet in the ground on, on a lot of these i'm thinking man 
they're probably above the ground. If something happens, it's got to be easy to work on. Plus, you know, like we had a watering break last night. Actually, I got I got called in again for overtime, and uh, it was cold. I mean, yeah. it was eighteen degrees with a with wind. We had some snow squirrels. I mean, it was cold. And then you, you know, on top of that, you had blowing water in your face trying to fix it. You know. It, it's it can be rough this time of year, but yeah, like in in Florida, like even when I was doing, uh, I you know I built my backyard, and even that I needed HOA's permission because you know I need to see the the plans because yeah. literally a couple shovel digs and you're hitting pipes, and they were okay with you putting a pizza parlor in the back. <laughs> Let's put it this way: once I found out that I needed their permission, I didn't ask. Yeah. Uh, or maybe yeah. I did. I don't know. Who knows? I would love to try some of that pizza one day. It always looks delicious. It's the best thing I've ever made in my entire life. Uh, like I don't. I don't even want to do another project just because the ROI on that is the greatest. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, you know, you build. I don't know. Like I built something for the dog. <laughs> All right. I guess that has an ROI for seven years or whatever. But the pizza, bro. That's like every weekend. It's just. Yeah making up for the labor and the work and the money and oh it's so good yeah if, if you ever come down and see the family you know sarasota's not far from me it's, it's only like 45 minutes you're not in tampa anymore right you sold the tampa house where yeah apollo beach apollo beach. Yep. yeah so it's literally like up 75 if you come from sarasota 45 sure. minutes boom yeah absolutely yeah dude Would love um so hey uh so I, I won't take too much of your time but i wanted to to get you on i'm, I'm doing like this this interesting uh, episode where, uh, especially with everything happened to me, I, I started getting really curious because uh, when I was in the hospital for like almost two weeks, I'm talking to these nurses and getting to know them and, you know, I'm hopped up on fucking morphine so I had no filter. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like asking all these broads and, and guys that uh, that are nurses and I'm like, hey man, like what's going on? Like pandemic, like I really wanted to know, you know, what the deal was. So then that's why I put that message on social media a while back when you DM me and you're like, yeah, dude, I had the, I had the vid. I had Rona. Yeah. So I'm interviewing like five, six, seven people. And I'm going to put it together in one episode and just, I'm, I'm curious. I'm genuinely curious. Sure. Um, so when did you get it? Do you get it? Do you know if you had the, the OG Rona or did you get the Delta? No. So that's what was like the craziest to me is, you know, what coronavirus is over two years old now or whatever. Like, you know, it's right. kind of start. I guess we kind of started to really know about it in February of 20 or whatever, January of 20 even. Um, And, and I was, you know, for the last two years, we we never got it. And, you know, I, we worked through the entire, you know, I went to work every single day Two two jobs. My wife, we went to work, we never got it. We sent our our daughter goes to daycare. Um, Going out in public all the time. I'm sure. Yeah. You know, all the time. And we, we did, you know, like we wore the mask, like, cause it was like a requirement mandate up here to, you know, wear the mask or whatever. And then, um, yeah, you're in New York, bro. You got to fucking wear like, you got to double bag that shit. Right. I mean, um, so it was like, you know, about probably a year and a half, two years or probably about a year and a half in, I think when, when the vaccine kind of, they, you know, they, they came out with the vaccines and, um, I, I'll be honest, like I wasn't really, I wasn't for it. Um, and it wasn't like, I'm not, I'm not one of those, uh, anti-vaxxers or anything. Cause I know I've, I've been vaccinated for all these other things, like, you know, to go to school when I was younger and stuff. Um, I was just kind of like anti everything that's going on in the country like politically and like you know around the vaccine you know i I was just kind of i really started to become like disgusted on on certain things like 
you know, this time last year, we were calling these nurses and doctors heroes, right, for working through a pandemic when there wasn't a vaccination on the table. And now we were literally firing these people for not wanting to get it. And I just always thought it should be a choice. It shouldn't be like, you know, a thing. And then I started seeing they were like, um, you know, giving away free scratch offs for people if they go and get their vaccine. And there was like all these things like what, uh, what did I, uh, what did your boy say? the mayor up there, he's like, you get a free burger or something. Or was that <laughs> was that de Blasio who said that? Yeah. I think so. He's like, yeah, if you go to, if you go to this one restaurant, you get a free burger if you get vaccinated. And it's like, wait, well, hold on. What? What's happening? You think like about all the things, you know, money wise and all, and, and big pharma and all these companies that are behind all this. And, you know, but I, I tell you, so, so long story short with, with the whole, with the whole thing is, so my wife was like, I want it when it comes out, I want it. She's going to get it. And she did. Um, and our, our neighbor who's actually really good friends with us, uh, she is, um, she worked at the department of health. So they all went, they got it together same day. And I was like, all right, let me see how you guys do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and they got it and, and, you know, they were fine. Like right. and about another, I don't know, five, five months go by. And I still, I didn't know, you know, where I was on it. And then we started to kind of see COVID really affect more people that we know, you know, lives. Um, and this is still about a year and a half in. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, uh, probably you're leading up to like now, last September, October, November of, of 21. Um, people that, you know, good friends of ours, either getting super sick, winding up in the hospital, uh, people getting vented. And then um, we lost, uh, you know, uh, some people, uh, you know, so that kind of started hitting home uh, for me. I was like, damn, like I. I really don't want to be the guy now who gets put in the hospital and is laying there on a vet, like regretting that I didn't get a vaccine if it could have saved me where I've seen people, you know, so, so I actually did. So I went and got it. Um, and you know, we got the vex. I, I got mine in September. Yeah. I think like September or October. Um, and then about a month later, my wife's sister, actually, she passed away 35 years old from COVID. Oh, so fuck, man. sorry to hear yeah, that. So, sucks. No, yeah, no, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So it was just like, at that moment, I was like, all right, I'm glad that I did this, you know, I, whether I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if you guys are vaccinated or not, or whatever, if it was, you know. But, yeah, Mo Monster uh, made me get vaxxed. Did they? Yeah. yeah. Um, little, little, <laughs> little did that matter since like, <laughs> like yeah. a month later, I'm gone. But yeah. They had talked about it like with us, but I mean, again, like it's very hard to uphold these mandates, um, you know, for things like we're, we're in the grand scheme of things, we're a smaller department and, you know, sure. you take 50% of your staff that says, okay, I'll leave and not get it. What are you going to do? You know, like you can't. So we, we were safe about it, but then we finally, uh, we finally got the vid in by Christmas. <laughs> we had it through Christmas. Oh, so, recently. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We just had it in December. Um, it started like my, my wife, both of us, we both worked on a, on a Saturday night. I think I want to say it was like the 18th, 17th, 18th of December we had worked and I came home and I just was like super tired. Like I was, but it's normal. Like I worked, you know, 14 hour day, but I was kind of achy. Like my, you know, my legs, my knees, like just all my joints were, were really, really achy. Didn't really think anything of it. I just figured I'm tired. I've worked 60 hours this week, whatever. Um, then I woke up Sunday and um, again, kind of super, super achy, little like scratchy throat, sore throat, whatever. Um, and on Monday, we woke up for work and I didn't feel good at all. Like that's when it kind of hit me and not, not, I don't like, not even really terrible. Like just like very, I was tired. Um, 
a lot of like head congestion, like nose, sore throat, like all upper, all upper head stuff. Mm. Um, my wife was like kind of a little bit different. She had a lot of like respiratory, you know, she was like really bad cough. Um, and she's like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to go to, I called in, I called in work and I normally don't do that, but I just didn't, I didn't feel good. So she's going to work and she gets up and I'm like, I don't know how you're going to work right now. Cause you feel, you say you feel worse than I do. And I called in, you know, but just in case, cause this is how we've been. We've, I mean, I, I was one of those weirdos that stocked up on that home test. Like as you know, I, I go nice. online as soon as they were available online, I'd buy 14 of them and send them to the house. Cause I, you know, I did, yeah. I felt going any place where I knew I was going to see uh, compromised people or be in big groups. Like I always was like, it wasn't me about getting it. I was worried about giving it to somebody else, not know, you know, cause supposedly you could be asymptomatic and have, you know, whatever. Sure. So we would take all these, you know, tests. So I was like, well, before you go to work, you know, you're going to take a test. And she did. And sure as hell, she was positive. Um, so good thing went, you had those tests. Yeah. I mean, and she took the at home one, which, you know, again, they say there's false positives, false negatives, whatever. So go, go get the PCR test. So she took a PCR test. Um, when she went and then I woke up Monday morning, remember I feel just like she does, but I tested negative on an at-home test. Then we gave one to Grace, Grace tested negative. Um, I wake hmm. up Tuesday. So, but because my wife now is positive and we've been exposed, we're, we are now quarantined. Um, so we stayed home. I told, you know, I told work, whatever. And then Tuesday morning, uh, throughout the night, I'm sorry, that night, my daughter wakes up in the middle of the night uh, and throws up. Like she wakes up, she's kind of, she's sweaty, has a little bit of fever and throws up. Wednesday morning, wake up, we give her a test. She's positive. And then, so I was testing negative like throughout this whole time. And then finally on like Thursday, after I've had symptoms since Saturday night, I test positive. Um, wow. And, how about that? But yeah, so it was super weird that, you know, but at first it, it was kind of funny. At first when my wife tested positive, she was like, oh, I'm going to. I, you know, I, I'm going to isolate myself. She put on a mask immediately. She's like, I'm going to go into our spare room and isolate away from you guys. So you don't get it. And she's probably up there for like two three hours. And, and our daughter is, you know, four. she doesn't understand like, why is mommy not with us? And she's crying. She's having a really hard time with it. So I'm like, Jack, not for nothing. Are we going to, you know, this is was when quarantine was 10 days, not five. I was like, right. we're not going to spend 10 days like this. Right. Like I, I, I can't, like, you know, I was too much. Poor. Yeah. Like I was very for like, get down here, take off your mask. It, like, let's all have it. Not if like we, it's been two years, right? Like if we're going to have it, let's all have it now and be done with it. You know? Right. And so she wouldn't until grace tested positive on Wednesday. Then she was like, okay, you know, Fuck fine. Yeah. I, I had probably had it before then. So, but we all tested positive, but you know, honestly, I got to say like, knock on wood, like we were extremely lucky. Like for me, it was, a, it was a cold. Like it was a bad cold. I never had, I never had a fever. I never had the cough. Uh, you know, I just had all upper like sinus infection, he headache, head pressure, sore throat kind of stuff. Um, and mm. I also was the only one that lost my taste and smell. Um, my oh, wife you did. did? Yeah. And that was Oof. the weird, that to me, honestly, that was the, the hardest symptom. It really, like, it was so, it was so strange. Like, do you have it back now? I, so I only lost it for four days. Um, dude, yeah. have you seen and, those videos of folks that like, it's been two years and they still can't get it back. I literally have friends that have not gotten it back yet. Like they, they wow. lost it. still haven't gotten it back where I was like, I, and that, that scared me when it happened. Cause I was like, okay, it's okay for right now because I'm stuffed up. I can't, you know, whatever. But if this happens to me for a long time, like I'm way too much of a foodie and you know, a, a drinker, like a, this would be devastating to me. And the one night, so I'm a big bourbon guy. Like I love bourbon. I love high end fancy bourbons and, and 
and I like to try all these different kinds. So I was like, all right, whatever. I'm home. I'm quarantined. I'm sick. I have COVID, but it was still Christmas time. Like I still wanted to have, you know, my Christmas drinks and, yeah. and whatever. I felt, that's what I felt okay enough to still want to have a drink. But I remember sitting Christmas Eve on the couch, pouring myself a, a glass of bourbon and I couldn't taste a drop of it. Like no. So it tasted have, like nothing. It tasted like water. It was, and even Come like on. it didn't even burn going down like very good bourbon. Like you, you're feeling that in your chest and your throat. Stop nothing. it. It was like, and it scared me. I was, and I poured, I drank the whole glass, of course. You know, but that's kind of but a it, huge positive. Like you could do like five neats and just be rips and not even know. Yeah, you know, but like I was, that was like the scariest part of me. So that's weird. Um, but the weirdest part, honestly, about all of it. So we, every, everybody got better. Like, you know, it really wasn't terrible. And then I went. Our quarantine ended on the 29th. I went back to work December 29th, and like January. Eighth, I want to say like a week later, I got like this really bad like head congestion. I had like my ears were killing me, my teeth were bothering, my jaws, my nose, like everything hurt in my head. Um, and I was trying to deal with it. I was just drinking lots of. I was like, ah, oh, whatever. And um, but I went. To, I finally went to the doctor, and the doctor was like, I can't believe that you've been able to deal with this. I'm like, what? So I had a double ear infection and really bad sinus infection. Cool. So yeah, and I and I asked her like, is this like part of COVID, like whatever. And she's like, we've been treating so many people post COVID with bacterial infections. Like they're developing these bacterial infections after COVID. Um, and I was, so she's like, it's super normal. I'm going to give you an antibiotic steroids uh, and whatever. So 10 days, I took all this stuff for 10, 10 days. She's like, I want to see, I want to follow up with you on that the following Friday, which, which would have been the 10th day. So I remember getting into my truck at like eight 30 on that Friday. And they called me and they're like, oh, the doctor has to reschedule. I'm sorry. She can't see you today. And I was like, ah, don't worry about it. Like, I, I feel 100% better. Like, the medicine worked. I'm good. Like, tell her we can just cancel. And they're like, okay, you know, great. Now, that was on a Friday on the 10th day. On Sunday, two days later, I woke up feeling awful again, dude. Like, all the symptoms came back. And by Wednesday, I was back to the doctors. Like, all that. And again, had another double ear infection. Sinus infection. I mean, I couldn't breathe through my nose. So stronger antibiotic and i asked her i'm like i don't understand how this all came back like you and she's like i didn't tell you last time she's like but the people that we've been treating have some of them have had to go on two rounds three rounds of antibiotic to get rid of this stuff she's like if Dude. i test you right she's like i'm not going to bother but she's like if i tested you right now you um so she sent me for blood work i forgot to mention that she sent me for blood work and my blood work came back i still had the virus uh, you know i'm not i'm not contagious to where i could like be passing it on but if i took a test i'm still going to come up positive with with you know the virus uh, so it was just really kicking my kicking my ass man damn honestly the the 20 days of the sinus and ear infections was worse than when i had covid oh i bet like it was i just you know you can't sleep Every, everything and it was all up here all on my face everything hurt um that but seems I, outrageous but i do hear that's a lot that i do hear that's pretty common which is interesting and uh so i mean you're you're going on probably like a month and a half now of like feeling like shit. I, I was sick for, for a solid month from like from wow. COVID through, through that, like a solid month, just feeling awful. Um, but you know, now that every, you know, the second round worked. So the first time I was like, all right, first five days of steroids, I'm going to, I'm not going to drink, you know, and I don't want, I don't want the viewers to think that I'm like a major alcoholic, but I like, <laughs> you know, I like to have my beverages. I come home from work and, and I relax. It sucks when you have those antibiotics. You can't drink. Ugh. Yeah. So I was like, all right, the first like five days I'm on the steroid and the antibiotic. I'm like, I'm not going to drink. Um, but by day five, I'm feeling great. Like it's working and kicking it. I'm like, 
I can have a beer tonight. Or the next night I was like, ah, I could probably have a glass of wine. It's not going to hurt me with dinner, you know, whatever. But the first round didn't work, you know. So the second time when she gave it to me again, I told her, I'm like, you know, I drank like the last five days, whatever. She's like, I'd really suggest that this time you don't. So that was hard to go 10 days <laughs> with no booze. And I did. I did it, you know. The only reason I haven't tried your Fit for February challenge yet is because of no booze, <laughs> you know. It's hard. Well, dude, I'm still I'm still on no I'm no booze now. It's 20 days. 20 had days. Well, technically, you know, I haven't had booze since because I had my surgery. Yeah. Uh, like the second of February, and then before that, I was on antibiotics. So really, I'm going on like almost two months. So wow. it's kind of easy for me because it's you know. But you like wine, just like I like wine. Oh my god, dude, I miss it so much. Like, it's very it, hard for me, to be Italian, to not have my red wine. Like if I'm if we're uh, having pasta for dinner. I have yeah. to have red wine with pasta. Like I just—that's the problem, to. bro. We just because you know I I cook pasta at least two or three times a week, like you guys do, and every time I cook it, I have to have you know if it's an Alfredo sauce, I get a nice little Grigio or something like that. But if it's like a nice nice red gravy, bro, I gotta have a cab or something. And I've been cooking for a month and a half, almost two months, pasta a couple times a week, and the wife has the wine, and I'm just looking at her, and I'm like. You uh, bitch. Doesn't, doesn't you know yeah it's not the same thing we make our sauce you know homemade sauce from scratch so like the days that i do that like you get up it takes me like 10 hours to make our sauce so oh, I, I gotta start having a little sip of wine you know what I mean? we got the uh, italian music playing in the background that's right you do a little splash of the cab inside the sauce forget about it yeah i, I like it it's away but yeah you got you know <laughs> <laughs> i love it well, that's crazy, bro, about the uh, about the Rona. And, and you were vaxxed up the whole time, right? You got two doses? So, um, no, I got the uh, the poor people one. I got the third best option. I went with the Johnson & Johnson. <laughs> the J&J, that's fine. Yeah, well, and, and I'm not, not because of, like, scientific reasons, or I didn't really do a lot of research on it. I just like that it was one shot and you were done, supposedly when it first came out. You know, that's when I got – when I got it, they were saying Johnson Johnson's one, but you're only, like, 70% effective or whatever. Right. But, like that the the johnson johnson supposedly was made from like it's made the same way we've made all of our vaccines where the you know the mrna ones or whatever this is like a new thing for us so right. i was just more apt to try something okay i know that we've done this over the years it's one shot like let, and i watched people obviously that i know and love get it and be fine so i was like all right i'm gonna get that one where i've watched people get the two dose one and say they were so sick you know and knocked them down for a couple of days and and honestly yeah. i don't I don't get the flu shot um, ever because the two times when I remember when I was younger getting the flu shot got so sick. It rocked you, uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, both times it really rocked. So I'm like, I, I, and I don't get the flu. I mean, again, knock on wood, like I don't get the flu. Like I don't, fairly healthy, don't really get sick. So um, yeah, and you know, and that's the that's the funky thing. I mean, about uh, you know, because I'm again, I got the I got the shot, I got two of them. Um, I'm not an anti-vaxxer either, um, but there's something there's definitely something kind of squirrely about it because you know with with the vaccine that you take for the flu you're actually getting the flu and what does that tell us about vaccines well that tells us if you give me the flu and you microdose me then when i do get the flu my body's going to know what it is and in a in in a nutshell in a non-scientific idiotic tony burrito podcast type of way that's what it is is you're built you're microdosing me with the flu Right. With COVID, you're not microdosing me with the flu. Or, excuse me, you're not microdosing me with COVID. 
you're giving me some protein that's supposed to fight off COVID when I do get it, essentially. Um, and that's a little squirrely to me because it's not really a vaccine. Hasn't the whole thing been like squirrely? Like that's what's bothered me the most yeah. about it. You know, it's wear masks, don't wear masks, get get one shot, get two shots, get a booster. Like right. you can still get it. You can yeah. still transfer it to other people. Like you know. And listen, I, I think I, I th you know, there's a lot there's a lot to unpack with it, but I don't know if the government is you know, doing this stuff. I just don't think they don't, I just don't think they know anything. Right. I just think they're idiots and they're learning things as they go. And, um, they're willing to pay these pharmaceutical companies a boat to boatload of money because the government's funding Pfizer. They're funding the entire operation of, and that's just kind of weird because I look like what's happening in New York and LA and in Michigan when, you know, you can't even get clean water still. And it's right. been since the Obama administration. If the government can fund a billion dollar vaccine campaign, why are they not like fixing the poor cities in the country? Like why this though? Why the vaccine? Because it kills millions of people a year. Um, I mean, does it kill more people than drunk drivers? Does it kill more people than gun violence? Like, I think we could spend those billions of dollars other places, and it just tells us that we have the money. Right. So now that's kind of scary to me that we have that money. We we pulled it out of somewhere to do this, and but we won't do it for anything else. So my question for you, do you think as of like now, February 2022, do you think that we're still currently in a pandemic? No. And I don't but, either. But that's not fair because I'm in Florida, so we were never really in a pandemic. But yes. I've had a like, spike of cases. I mean, Florida at one point was like, what? Oh, two, well, but, let me let me rephrase. We had a spike of cases. We just don't give a shit. Right. Right. And and <laughs> yeah. it was really hard for me to be like, we, you know, a couple up until a couple weeks ago, did it change to like five days? And we and we, uh, the mask mandate came back. And I'm just thinking like and we went through a big spike. Right. It was basically from. Thanksgiving, families got together. Christmas, families got together. And New Year's, we went through a huge spike in New York be because of it. I think it's going to wind up being just like it was last year, a very seasonal thing. Like everybody's inside, at home, indoors in the winter here where it's different for you guys. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I think that's how it's really being spread. Where in the summertime, we had nothing. We had zero cases for like months. Sure. In the summer, you know, people are outside getting vitamin D. You're healthier. You're doing things. Um, but what started to bother me is like, okay, here we are. We're in this spike. Um, they're bringing back the mass mandates. They're still pushing the vaccines, whatever. But you're looking at these packed out football stadiums every single week. Like we're still having the Olympics. We're, we're still doing all these things that bring tons of money in. Those are okay to do because, because there's money involved. Where but you like, can't go to the barber. Yeah. But they're telling you, you can't walk into your local bar or, or restaurant without wearing a mask, walking in to sit down at your table, to take it off, to go to the bathroom, to put it on. Like, you know what I mean? And and my big thing is with the schools, like these kids, man, I feel so bad for the kids in school, like yeah. that have gone a hundred and something days in school already having to wear a mask all day. All, you know, yeah. let's stop it. Let's, let's build the herd immunity. Let's, if you're going to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. And, exactly. and honestly, if you're still scared, stay home. Like, you know what I mean? But yeah, like, no stay if you're still scared, you're still, if you're a compromised individual, like stay home. But like, it's been two years, man. Like we need to get back to like living our lives, uh, you know? Yeah. That's how no, I agree, dude. And it's just, again, it's one of those weird things where we're, we're doing all this stuff to, uh, I assume, 
again, my, the government, I'm assuming they're wanting to protect us. But what's what's kind of scary, and I think why there's a lot of, um, I don't want to say conspiracy theories, because there is that, but uh, skepticism is probably the better word. There's a lot of skepticism out there, um, not just about COVID, and I think that's what people need to start to understand. It's not about the vaccine or the pandemic or anything. I think it's the way the government and the way the CDC handled this, it's making us question the organization of our government. And that makes us question everything. It has nothing to do with the pandemic or the vaccine. Now I'm questioning, like, where are my taxes going? Now I'm questioning, like, you know, why aren't you helping the poor cities in, in, in town? Like, why aren't you helping the homeless in New York and California? Like, why are taxes so big in California and New York when they're the shittiest cities in the world? Right. Um, they're the most popular. They make the most money. But you as the New Yorker, not necessarily you because you're closer to Albany, but if you're in the city or if you're in like L.A. and California, you pay the most taxes. It's the highest real estate of any market in the country. And you pay the most uh, for gas. You pay the most for everything, real estate, everything. And not only do you get it burned on taxes, but it's impossible to find work. And to top it off, it's a dirty city that's full of homeless. So it's like, what am I paying my taxes for? And now all these questions are coming up with everything. And I just think this was the worst time the pandemic could happen because the government, the way they're handling it is just not the best way. And maybe they don't know. And maybe that's why it's shitty. But it's weird that my mayor in Florida um, and my governor's, um, or excuse me, my governor is different than how yours is. Right. Um, is that really the United States of America? Isn't that kind of funky? Yeah, and I, we th- we thought it was Trump, right? I mean, I voted for Trump. Um, I voted for him again. And a lot of people maybe voted for him the first time because they want to change and they want to Okay, so some people would argue that it got worse. Okay, maybe, whatever. What about now? What's the excuse now? Right. You know, why is, why is shit so fucked up still? And, like, what can we do? And why, well, is, why is every state different? That's what's so funky to me. It really makes you think how this happened, right? Because I could wear a mask here, but if I go to a different city in my state, right. I, I don't wear a mask. Like what? everybody, everybody has, is developing like local government is developing their own rules as to, you know, what they see fit. Some of them aren't doing like, you know, for, for a while here, it was contract tracing, right? Every, you're, you know, but right. the contract wasn't working. You're getting a phone call 10 days after you were exposed to the person where, you know, your quarantine would technically be up and they're so far behind, you know? Um, I, I think, you know, for me at the end of the day, like the scariest part was, is COVID is going to affect everybody differently, right? For for us, it was like serious colds. For some people, they don't even have symptoms like that, you know, like they're, they, they're being tested at work and test positive without even knowing they have it. Um, and then you have some people that are literally ending up on ventilators, can't breathe, that are dying. Like it's, it's very, like, that's what was the scariest part for me. Um, now that I've been and I was like, I, I was scared, uh, you know, for a while of getting COVID because I didn't know how it would affect me or my family more, more being that I'm a father now, like, right. You don't, your, your sure. biggest fear, daughter getting it. You don't know how she's going to handle it. But um, now that we've kind of like been through it, we've been vaccinated. And um, I think now what's really starting to still bother me the most is the whole, you know, the, the whole financial side, you know, between it for, you know, for example, like everything is through the roof right now, pricing. Like, so, so before it was, we're going to give you $300 a month child tax credit, you know, whatever to, to help you, you know, instead of through tax time, and they're going to give you stimulus money, here's stimulus money, stimulus money. 
I would rather not have that stimulus money to where things are now, like gas is over $4 and you know, yeah, you're, gross- you're paying for that stimulus check right now. Yeah. Like it's, right. it's way worse now than it was like the, the, how is the modern family supposed to, you know, the average family is supposed to survive on, on nothing's changed like wages wise and things like that. But here we are paying all this money for extra things that were like this time last year, are there more than double in cost? Like, yeah. You know, it, you know, on everything, people were, were trying to, to to build houses and stuff. Like all, everything went through the roof. Where you could used to buy a, you know, a, a piece of sheetrock for for eight dollars, and it was like forty seven dollars. Yeah. Like I, way not only that, but now you're, we're cutting ties with a lot of allies and stuff overseas. So now we can't get. You know, you're running a lot of out of stock issues because you know we're not allowed to get a lot of lumber and a lot of materials to build yep. stuff overseas because you know the freights go back and forth. Sure. the the pandemic has slowed that down a little bit so you know it's just it's the american citizen that's gonna continue probably for the next five to ten years i would imagine uh to quote unquote pay for this pandemic and that's what's so strange to me because if i'm again i blame this on the government this episode might get canceled or whatever but i i i, I blame this on the government because it is irresponsibly right we pay taxes because we're hoping that they're going to do the right things, you know, for our county, our state, our our country. And then you see everything that's going on, and then you're almost like, not that you're questioning it, but it's it's kind of weird how they're able to pay for this vaccine outright, and they're able to cut a stimulus checks, but then the American working man, like you said, can't afford a house right now. He can't right. afford his rent. So, like, what's the long-term goal? And I think, again, if I'm the government, I put my government hat on, the only thing I'm thinking is, like, your family is going to go broke, go homeless. I'm not going to have to worry about you again. But there's a new person being born every five minutes or every 10 seconds, whatever the statistic is. So they're going to have fresh blood coming in, and they're going to have fresh Americans coming in that are going to start paying taxes. I don't know if they are doing it on purpose but they're almost like, who cares? Like, they're gonna keep, they're gonna keep fucking. They're gonna keep making babies. <laughs> we're gonna keep populating the country. Like, everyone's gonna want to move here. We could just take their I money that way. Totally believe that. There's, there's a lot of things that are hidden from us, you know. And I, I don't want to go down the conspiracy path. You know what I mean, but you know, like I, I, I believe that a lot of things that happen to us are are strictly a population control, you know, issue. Well, yeah. You know, like. I, you can't tell me that we can create a vaccine in five months and that we can, you know, do it. But 2022, that there's still not a cure for cancer. Or we still don't understand what, you know, no, we, we have that. I, I believe in my art, we have that, but that's a billion dollar in multi-billion dollar industry. And it's a population control. Well, why would we put the cure out there? You know, yeah. like, and, and that makes me feel horrible for the people that have to go through cancer, you know, but. So true. I, no, I, we, we do, you know? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you there because it's, I look at that like the, um you know, the drug problem we have in America. Like, mm-hmm. look at, you know, because after my surgery, they, of course, gave me Percocet and Oxy. Yeah. And I'm not taking it naturally. It sucks. But I'd rather not take that shit. Uh, unless, sure. it, unless it's really bad at night, I might take it uh, just to sleep. But I'll, I'll still break it apart because they give me, like, the strong shit. Yeah. And... You look at that, and that is prescribed, and that's okay, but it took forever to get cannabis legal. Yeah. And even, and again, that makes me think the only reason, if you look at it, the only reason why cannabis isn't legal across the board is because the government won't be able to make money off it. Mm-hmm. So unless they, of course, tax it, and even if they do, they know we would never go for that. Um, you know. But then you look at like something like cigarettes. 
that it kills people. It literally kills people. And we'll we, put a label on it telling you that it's going to kill you. And the and fucking FDA goes, let's just put a label on it. We'll make it legal. Let's put a label yeah. on it. So strange. How are we, you know, like, I mean, for us, especially up here, I don't know about you, but but the, but heroin is, is you know, it's unbelievable. Sure. Okay, so now we're we're giving people safe places to do it, you know, and, and we're we're putting Narcan in all these places, making sure that people can, you know, carry it. I don't think that's focusing on the problem. <laughs> like, no. That's in helping and enabling the problem. Yeah. You know? Well, especially uh, for people that, you know, could kick it somehow. Yeah. You know, again, it's it's like alcohol. I mean, there's so many. That's what's weird is there's so many examples where, you know, it's it's approved by the FDA, funded by the government. There's tons of examples out there, but we're not doing anything to stop people from dying. But then all of a sudden this coronavirus comes by, which there's been viruses that are way worse than this, including the flu. And then they want to throw all this money at it. It's just around election time. It's almost exactly. like, it's kind of coincidence. So like, no, like, again, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I, I do like to dabble a little bit in it because it's fun to talk about. I'd love to hear the, the opinions of different people and where they fall on it. You know, like, same. not one of the people that's like, oh, you're wrong. I don't believe what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, I love to hear everybody's aspect of it. And then you develop your own opinion. That's and, right. You know, and I may be wrong. Like, I, I'm the first to admit, like, I'm, what I think and what I, I may be wrong. And that's why I love to be enlightened on other people's stuff and, and hear, you know, because, yeah. but I'm still confused till this day of like where we are, like why it's two years later and where we're still at. Like, well, and what's it, weird is it's two years later and you don't hear a lot anymore. Yeah. It's like, it just we kind of slowly. Us here where the cases were the highest they've ever been. You know, and in two years, like all of a sudden, like, and, and even the county that I'm in was, was, uh, you know, I think for the, up until Christmas, right. Let's call it, let's call it two years of being around in just my county and the surrounding county there, but it's like Fulton and Montgomery County. Right. So there was probably about 5,000 cases each county for the whole two years. Wow. Like in the grand scheme of things, that's nothing, right. That's nothing. Then all of a sudden Thanksgiving, Christmas, all that stuff happened. We've tripled that. Right. Like, and, but, but all the other stuff stopped, right. The, the pushing of the, of the vaccines, the mass mandates were lifted, like um, things are opening up, like sports events are happening. So like, we're in the worst of it right now, but you know, do, do they put that towards Omicron whatever they're saying that this is the less, you know, this variant is, is, you know, less, uh, you know, it's not going to hurt yeah. you as much or, yeah. And you listen to like a lot of doctors and even, you know, Fauci himself said that, you know, he thinks that it's kind of on the on the tick down. Um, but it's very interesting that. Is it. Do we name it because that's what we have to do or are they taking the same virus and they're creating right and they're creating these names either to scare us or whatever. But really, when you take off the mask of these named viruses, really, it's just Corona that's slowly dying because people are starting to get it and people that have vaccines, they're not getting it. Three strains, it breaks off, it becomes weaker, you know? Right. But if you give it a name. It's scarier. It's scarier. Like, but, and that's, again, that is such a government tactic too, because like we have to, like, who are we most mad at now? Like what are the countries we're mad at now? Russia and China. Like that's why when you watch Rocky Four, 
<laughs> I will break you. Like we need we need a villain, right? Like that's the that's the weird thing is because we need someone to talk shit about on the news. We need something to make angry, and it's weird when we don't have those things. Then we pick on celebrities, actors. Um, you know, we find a villain somewhere because if we don't have a villain, it doesn't make good news and it doesn't make headlines, which doesn't make money. You know, like if everyone was happy and everyone was just doing their own thing and, you know, I don't want to say socialist society because that's not, you know, I don't think that's the answer. But if everyone was legitimately happier, I don't think people would make as much money like the top level folks, news stations, organizations, the government definitely wouldn't make as much money. The stock market wouldn't do as good. I mean, that's like, right. good news doesn't sell. Yeah, that's, that's what point. I want. I put on the news. You know, it's, and we don't really watch it in my house because, because again, I just can't stand. It's always negative. It's like I don't want to start my day, you know, on on a negative note. You know, like I want right. to live a positive mindset lifestyle, and you know, so I don't want to watch. I want to go on. I look at the weather, and that's automatically upsetting me because I live <laughs> in the winter. You know, then I just so I just I don't you know, the bulk yeah. of my. Is, is on Facebook. And if it's on Facebook, it must be true, right? I mean, <laughs> of course. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> and it's even funny where Facebook comes out and they, you know, meta, by the way, Eric, it's meta. Oh, my but, but meta has come out and they've said, yeah, you know, our platforms are used and we use the algorithms. Like there's a couple of documentaries out where they use the algorithms that upset us, that fuel fire. Sure. And that's what they push to us because that sells. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, if you go completely blind and don't go on social media for a couple days or you limit yourself, just like if you cut out the news completely, oh, man, it's so good. It's such, it's such, and also, like, I would love, 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 love to delete all of, like, social media. Like, I, I, I honestly love it for, like, when it comes to Facebook, right? I love Facebook for the marketplace. But you can't, you know what I mean? Like I love to go on, buy and sell and look at things that are for sale locally or whatever. And But I also love to see like people that I care about that I don't get to see often that, you know, for example, you, like I get to keep up on you, what you're doing in Florida and all this stuff. Like I would have never, think about it, I would never have known that you're not healthy or you haven't been going through this stuff, whatever, so if, if it wasn't for these things. But like, I just wish that you could click, click, click. Okay, this is what I want to see and follow. And then I don't want to see the other 90%, you know? So it's, true. I would delete all of it if I could just pick and choose. Like, you know, I, I, I I've just really Instagram has been more of my thing because I just want to see pictures. I want to see pictures of good food that people are eating and, and yeah. pets that with and their kids growing up. Like that's what I see. Like keep in contact with the people that I like love. But I don't want to see your political bullshit. I don't want to see your you know, like I, I don't care about it. Like I, I it, it is it is funny like when you when you look at social media now, like versus around election time or like post election it's so it's so much more different like your friends their feeds are so much more positive if it's not around an election or if it's not around something else but then you know once it gets like close to something going down with the president or something political someone throws something up there and you're like oh bro you're back to being an asshole oh i gotta unfollow you now like come on well like we're i mean isn't it crazy like so me and you both are like in our mid-30s and like before the trump thing did you like when did it be so come so cool to like push your political agenda like you know friend to friend like like i've never, never. seen so many people like support something so much like die hard like whether it was trump whether it was biden whatever it was like so i just I, when when bill clinton was running or like no you would never Fuck. see that no. nobody like all of a sudden it was this huge like you know well, i can't vehicles i see with flags flying and, I know. you know 
Well, and it's it's even more wild that like these are the same friends that you know if I have a beer with them tomorrow, they won't say shit. Right. But the second they get home, they're talking shit in the comments, and I'll shoot them a text and I'll be like, "Yo, dude, like I just saw you the other day. Like you didn't mention right. any of this. Like you're gonna talk shit now? But what because there's a screen? Yeah, they're just <laughs> little trollers, bro." Yeah. And, you know, it, it gives everybody, and I think that's the thing, right? Like, we're all, we all like to be bullies every now and again. And these little screens allow us to be the bully. And it's horrible, obviously, for our mental health, but for friendships, too. I mean, I've lost friendships uh, during this time because I've unfollowed them because they, right. you know, damaged my feet. I'm like, dude, I don't want to see this shit. Right. Like, it's crazy. Like, one of my buddies uh, said something around uh, 9-11 where... Uh, it wasn't like to anybody in particular. And I don't think he was trying to be an asshole, but he was like, um, hey, you should watch this documentary. It's on YouTube talking about the conspiracy theory behind it. Which I've, he, I've, like I have. Sure, you know. sure. No, I have too. Yeah. I get it. Like, I'm like, all right, yeah, it makes sense. It's kind of like UFO, UFOs. It's like, yeah, they could be a real thing. I get it. But the problem is you don't post that on a 9-11. Right. Maybe wait till like October 1st. You know, but he posted it on the day and I'm like, that's it. Unfollow. Like, that's it. Like, but that's the type of stuff where, listen, man, it's okay. The freedom of speech thing. I get it. I'm with it. But you're also, we forget sometimes that Facebook is a business. It's not you. You're not Facebook. Facebook is a business. If I go into a restaurant and I take out my penis and I piss on the table, they have the right to kick me out. Right. And like, so if I say something stupid on Facebook or Twitter, they kind of have the right to kick me out. I don't know if they should because it's so new and it's so fresh and we're trying to figure this thing out. But you kind of have to be careful and respectful when you're on these platforms because it's so influential to people and people spend hours and hours on Facebook and Twitter. So you got to think of it like if you were to spend hours and hours with someone on at a restaurant, you know, you have to. It's a platform that's fun, but you got to be respectful a little bit. And I actually just, started, um, I love on the iPhones, like, and, you know, I don't even know if it's an iPhone thing. It might be the app thing, but you can limit your time, you know, and that's what I started doing. So I started, okay, all social media gets limited to an hour a day. Like, I, you know, I have my games that I check in the morning, usually while I'm taking a shit, whatever, you know, I go through and I set my limits and like, and then, and then I know like, all right. I'm spending way too much time on this device. Like I want to yeah. be more involved with my family. I, I'd rather, you know, every day I'm playing dolls with my daughter. Like I, I don't need to go through this nonsense. I like to get caught up on what everybody's doing that I can't see. And I miss, but that's so true. Way, you know what I mean? You're, 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 you're yeah, know. you're right. That, that might be uh, I don't know if that's an iPhone thing or just Android thing, but I mean, if you have an Android, you need to get a better job. Um, <laughs> but no, like my iPhone, I did the same thing. Like me and my wife do it. It's just, it's such a great practice to do that yeah. because it's hard to put down the phone. I mean, you know, come on, yeah. because we've Instagram at, is so cool. Been, I mean, you have to. I'm on one side of the couch and my wife is on the other couch and we're both just on our oh, phones. And we're looking, like, Jack, really, so it's like, not just me. All right, good. Put them on the chargers, like in other rooms and let's, you know, watch a show. Or, like, and, and, and that's where we got, we've really gotten involved in like so many shows, right? Like, it's like, we, we love all of our different shows that we watch. So that's awesome. What, you got a favorite show? Oh my god, I can't pick a favorite, man. But like, uh, we watched. You watched the new Ozark. So I haven't watched Ozark. Everybody's saying, oh, you know, we need it. We need a new show because right now everything is done, right? We, 
We like This Is Us. Yellowstone is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, Mayans, I really like because I watch like Sons is my favorite show ever. Sons of Anarchy was like oh, yeah. my favorite show ever done. Um, but so we watch Mayans, but you know, um, she likes Virgin River. We do Outer Banks was like another good one. Mm, um, okay. What's uh, what's you, one that well, you oh, need to I, watch? Cobra Kai, love Cobra Kai. Oh, Cobra Kai is the best. The wife will never watch it, but I think it's fantastic. It's so good. I grew up watching those movies, so like what I so love, love, love about Cobra Kai is it's every all the original cast, like yes. everybody. You know, it's their like budget every, either their budget was really big or it was really small, right. <laughs> and they're just like, you want to do this for like twenty bucks, man? Come on, yeah. So, I, but everybody, I, we're looking for something because right now nothing is out. Where everything, uh, you know, so we're looking for something. Everyone keeps saying Ozark, Ozark. So, dude, I, it's I, it's probably listen, man. This is coming from a guy who, in the '90s, you know, uh, the Sopranos of the world, and like yeah. there's HBO has some, you know, Curb Your Enthusiasm, great show, but like there's some really great shows. Ozark is probably like one of the best shows, if not the best show you'll see. Wow. Fact. All right. All right. Gotta watch it. Huge statement. So, I mean, I'm going to have to, I'm going to probably have to try. There's like a lot of seasons that are already out too, right? Like Yeah, they're up to four now. So you'll four. be occupied for a minute. And each one's like an hour plus long. But that's kind of how me and my wife have always been. Like, we don't ever jump on the show when the show's out. Like Game of Thrones, for example, never watched an episode of Game of Thrones because I was like, this is not what I'm into. I, I'm, that's not my style of, you know, stuff. But the eighth season was coming out and everybody was like, they're all about, I'm like, all right, let's try game of Thrones. And I'll be honest, like first two episodes, I was like, what is this? Like mm-hmm. the, with walkers or whatever. I'm like, I, and then I was hooked and hooked, we watched bro. seven seasons in like two weeks, yes. you know, great to be able to binge it, you know, and, and then whatever. And then we were like, all right, every week couldn't wait for the, you know, so good. And the prequels coming out. You see that? Oh yeah. Is it really? Yeah. It's the, um, I forget what it's called, but it's, uh, the dragon family. So, uh, yeah. you know, the, um, the blonde chick, what's her name? Um, uh, uh, Khaleesi. Khaleesi. So like her, it's before she was born, like her father, I think, or something. Oh, so okay. it's that whole, that whole family that's story. Cause they're fucked up family. Oh yeah. 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 So now nah, it's a great I'll, show too. I'll watch it, but, um, I might, we're gonna have to give Ozark a try. Cause right now it's give like, we're in the break. All of our shows, we don't have anything. I mean, Yellowstone, I think has become our favorite because to me, it's like, I loved Sons of Anarchy so much that I think Yellowstone is like the cowboy version of sons, you know, is it okay? So I'll watch Yellowstone. You watch Ozark and we'll, we'll recap. That's a deal. I'm telling yeah, you. Cause I haven't seen like- Yellowstone, but everyone keeps saying that. Great show. Um, really, really good show. Is that Very on well- Paramount? What is that? What did we watch Yellowstone on? Uh, I want to say Amazon prime. Yeah. Which is oh, it's on prime. Okay. Part of the- yeah, I, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Okay, so. cool. Well, dude, I, I was going <laughs> to, I was going to do like a, you know, 10 minute, <laughs> 10 minute episode with like 10 other people to do <laughs> like their, their, uh, their Corona experience, but I'm just going to make this its own podcast. This was fun. Well, this, I always enjoy talking to you, man. It's just like, yeah. you know, you know, I forget that like we're doing like a podcast or anything. Like I just feel like, Oh, I'm catching up with my buddy over a beer or something, you know, we're just doing <laughs> FaceTime. Yeah. No big deal. He's wearing these weird headphones. Uh, with my buddies like when we weren't getting together i would be like all right let's do a saturday zoom and everybody would hop on and we'd drink beers and there's even like games you can play on the zoom thing we were like playing games and stuff oh, that's know? sick dude yeah that, that that is kind of fun that you know i'm glad we can finally do this because who knows man next time you're going to be in florida i'm going to be up in new york or something and it's just, it is kind of fun to to be able to do this after so long without seeing how, each other in person i was going to ask you how has it been like with your new role and like 
being sick and being out like is a company really good for as far as like you know being in the hospital and time and stuff like that i mean yeah no, they, they are they're with? yeah no they're great they're great they're definitely yeah. um <laughs> they're not corporate america for sure yeah um, you know, so like when I was in the hospital and, you know, uh, the father-in-law passed away as well during that same time, um, you know, they each sent us like little individual videos. Um, and they said, uh, you know, like 20 seconds of something, you know, Hey, hope you feel better. Thoughts and prayers with you. And then they, they mashed all the videos together of all the employees and they emailed it to me. Um, That'll make up. yeah, dude, like we fucking, yeah, we, yeah. we bawled. We're like, that's. Yeah. That's cool. So even if I'm not with this company forever, like I've, I've made a lot of friends and they're just really good people. Yeah. Um, and the brand, you know, it's doing well, but from like a nationwide standpoint, it's hard to get distribution, especially now with all the sure. supplies and stuff. So, um, but the company's going great. Uh, role is going great. A lot of fun, very supportive with me being out, but you know, I know, man, I've been doing some stuff on the side and stuff and, you know, I have some other opportunities that I'm, I'm looking at. So I don't know, dude, I just, this has really made me like kind of reevaluate a lot of things. Yeah. And, you know, I've been out for so long that I'm like, you know, it's not that I don't want to go back to work cause I am still working every day, but it's like, what else could I do? You know, like there's some other shit that like, should I fucking ramp with the podcast? Should I do some more creative stuff? Like, do I want to be in beverage forever? Nine looks awesome. The what? The new, the new uh, page design that you did. Oh, uh, thanks. Like- yeah, and even like this, like uh, the intro to coming in, like signing in to, you know, that's different from the last time that we yeah. I think it was like, hey, just let's FaceTime or whatever, you know. Like, yeah. Uh, oh, bro, we've we've stepped up a couple notches, man. I appreciate yeah. you noticing. I love it, man. I listen to it. I'm supportive. I, I drink coffee out of my mug and uh, I, I wore my, my mask. I had the maybe mask or, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I so bad. I wanted to um, like Christmas time was like tight. Like one, we were out for all that time with COVID and stuff because we were exposed to COVID early on in December. So we were quarantined for 10 days, couldn't go to work. Then we had COVID. So there was like 20 days in December. We didn't work, but, um, you know, we wanted to make sure that Grace had the best Christmas ever. But I remember being on your website the one day and looking at the, the elf dude, elf's my favorite Christmas movie ever. And I was looking at the elf shirts and I was like, Oh my God, I got to buy one of these. I got to buy one of these. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Yeah. We, we got those. I cranked those out. I have like three of them and I switch them like every year. I'll do something different. Yeah. I even, I bought one this past year that I didn't get a chance to wear a lot, but it lights up. No. So like it literally has an outline. So it's like Christmas lights inside. It's got battery operated. It's so great. It's fantastic. Now's the best time to buy Christmas stuff. Oh yeah. February. Just like uh, if you want to buy your candy, like the day after, you know? (laughs) Yeah, dude. Even if it's out of date, they got like a year shelf life. So it's all good. (laughs) Now, but dude, this was fun, man. I'm I'm glad we did this. Let's, let's try to catch up, you know, more often, even off the podcast. Yeah, man. Um, Thanks for having me. But I'm glad you're feeling better, dude. I'm glad the family's good. You know, give them our, our best. All the listeners, I'm sure, are, are glad that uh, that everyone's okay. And, you know, it's it's definitely weird. But I, I think now we're kind of, you know, we're sloping down, right? Things are starting to get back to normal, hopefully. And Warm weather hits. Again, people will be outside and, and it'll drop. I hope you get to get back in your gym soon, too. I know I know that we're not working out is killing you. Oh, my God. Do you know how long it's been since December 8th? And you have a sweet home gym too, so I'm so pissed. Gotta be tough to look at it and not be able to use it, you know. And every time, like, I don't drive a lot anymore, but you know, if if I had to go out, like, we went to the park today and I pull back in and I have this mirror gym, which you don't is, have to your car drive yourself itself, like. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it does, yeah. But you know, I have to get out of it. It doesn't open the yeah. door for me. Yeah. Uh, but I get out and it's got I got the mirror home gym, which is what I bought like 
for Black Friday, and I only used it once or twice before I started getting sick. But it's this it's this massive mirror that it's like essentially a huge iPad. Right. And it links up all the workouts and you can get a live personal trainer or pre-recordings. And I look at that every time I pull into that garage and I'm like, motherfucker, I miss My wife bought so it and it's supposed to be delivered tomorrow. So, <gasps> yep. It was probably pretty cheap too. Mm, Aren't they like, like going, I heard they, they're having some bad PR issues. I don't know. It was like 20, still it was like 2,500 bucks. <laughs> that's pricey. Yeah, well, but like, but hey, it's worth it, man. Get you motivated. If that's what you want, you know. Are you rocking on it too or no? No, I uh, no. If it doesn't have a motor, I don't want to ride it. Because <laughs> <laughs> that you're the motor, and that's not fun. Yeah, you know, your legs are the motor. That's not good. He's like, oh, you got to buy these special shoes, whatever. And I was like, no, I'm good. You know? Well, you got to buy special shoes for that. Yeah, I think so. They're like to go bad. into the like cleats. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. weird. I'm good. People who ride bikes are weird. Yeah, I mean, I, out, outdoors, like, I wouldn't mind doing, like, a mountain biking thing, maybe, sure. like, outdoors, or if I'm in, like, a real scenic area, like, like you know, if you guys ride bikes around by the ocean, like, I could do that, you know, right. but, like, to get on a bike for no, nah, I'd rather get on my Harley and go for a cruise, you know what I mean? Way better. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, hey, man, hey. keep it up, man. Stay safe out there, and, uh, yeah, let's definitely uh, catch up some more. All right, brother. Good talking to you. You too, brother. Be good, man. Yeah.